thank you very much for sharing this. And guys, again, I just pinch myself that we're doing this. This is a lifestyle business. Like we're not talking these crazy returns. Like you just talked about another lot, $7,500, just so nonchalantly and humbly that you're going to sell for like $60,000. That's like what? $52,000 in profit. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's going on, Rhino Nation? It is your landman, Brent Bowers. Guys, I have an amazing, amazing episode today. A gentleman that has been married 14 years. He does mixed martial arts. He used to rodeo for a living. This was an incredible interview because, you know, I got a lot of great golden nuggets. One of the things was get comfortable being uncomfortable. And you're going to hear Casey talk today. Like the guy is definitely a humble servant. He's going to talk about several of his land deals that he is absolutely phenomenally crushing on it. And I just can't wait to get right into this episode. So let's just dive right in. Mr. Casey Pearson, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing so great. You know, I love getting text messages like you sent me the other day. I just got to remind <laughs> myself, you know, like sometimes as entrepreneurs, we kind of get down in the gutters and we forget what it's like, you know, that when just a few short years ago, I was in the military handcuffed daily, being told where to be, what to wear, had to get a haircut once a week, sometimes a couple times a week, had to shave every morning, had to go and be away from my family for months at a time. And there's days when like as an entrepreneur, like, you know, not all days are just, you know, roses and sunshine and ice cream. But then I think back like just a few short years ago, I didn't even have the choice to make decisions. And then just not too long before that, I didn't get to hang out with guys like you, Casey. And, you know, thanks for sending that text message the other day about the success you're having. And I just like to kind of deep dive that, you know, hold your feet to the fire, you know, and kind of just break down some deals and share with the audience, Rhino Nation, how you did it. But before we do that, I want to know how you got started. You know, how did Casey Pearson get started? Are you married? Do you have a family? Was real estate taught at your dining room table during dinners at nighttime? Like, how did you accomplish all this? Yeah, so I can give you the 30,000 foot view. So been married, gosh, going on 14 years, beautiful wife, two kids, two little girls. So way out kicked my coverage on my wife. So she's a four-time All-American U.S. national team. Uh, was a goalkeeper at University of North Carolina. So yeah, there's a pretty high drive in our house for anything we do to be successful or just sweep the floor. Everything we do, it's you know, we try to push and be better today than we were yesterday. So with all that said, the wholesaling story and kind of get into that real quick. So we had initially had a, a place we wanted to sell. I'd kind of talked my wife into it. You know, we ended up kind of with some neighbors, some friends told us about this particular house and some back and forth built rapport, an elderly lady. They were moving her into a uh, home health 
And she didn't really want this place to go to a flipper and the market I'm in. So what is just- a flipper? We got to break this down for the newbies. Like when I was listening to these podcasts <laughs> a couple of years ago, like I didn't know what flipper was. What is your definition of a flipper? Is that like the animal that we watched on Disney? You know, it's close. It's close to your, you know, a professional real estate person, somebody that's buying a house, going to do some updates and then turn right back around and list it. And hopefully that arbitrage, that spread between what they purchased it for, what they spent to fix it, and then what they sell, that there's a gap in there that that's their profit. Man, I'm going to just have to be breaking down these big words the whole entire time you're talking. First, we're talking about dolphins. No. So the arbitrage, I just assume that's the difference between one to the other. Right. Yeah. The spread. Yeah. So, and so particular family, they wanted this house to be for a family. So we got it under contract, good bones, was well taken care of, just super dated. Well, we had our place listed. The market here is as everywhere. So I'm just outside of Fort Worth. Market's crazy. And we listed our place. It was moving a little bit slower. We were kind of on that tail end last summer. The market just started slowing down. Days on market started extending. And our place, we had acreage. I've had horses, rodeoed my whole life with kids, soccer, all of that stuff. Just kind of our lifestyle was changing. And so I got really nervous that, I, you know, I've got this place under contract and we got this thing. I mean, at true wholesale prices, and I didn't know anything about it. I got it at 70% of the appraised market value wow. or just the tax roll value. And I knew that this thing was worth some money because I was scared I wasn't going to be able to sell our house to close on this. And so I started like, what am I going to do? Like I knew it was worth something. And then that's where I started discovering what this wholesaling was that, so wait a minute, I could sell this. Now, of course, obviously there's the conflict with that's not her intended wishes. We were going to cross that bridge when we got to it as far as talking to them, but it drove me to start to learn kind of what wholesaling was, what this kind of whole world. And I mean, it created a new pathway. So yeah, to really just kind of start driving and learning. Yeah. And when you say that was not her intended pathway, are you meaning the seller as far as that wasn't what she intended for you to be able to transfer or assign your contract to an end cash buyer that was not Casey Pearson? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, you know, I felt like it was kind of going to go against her initial wishes of this, not wanting this to be an investment property, which was certainly nice. Yeah. I didn't want to be the one that came in here and said, oh no, we're buying this for our family. And then four or five weeks later, next thing you know, there's a new buyer, different deal. So fortunately that didn't happen. We ended up getting our household to a cash buyer and we were able to close quickly and start the rehab process, which we're just finishing up now. But fortunately for me, what it just created that discovery because I was nervous that I was going to, I knew I had something. I didn't know what it was. I was really, really fortunate that it played out the way it did because it opened up a superpower that I didn't know was there, which is is, telling you you had something. Yeah. It's like, you know, and I've been an entrepreneur. I had my own oil field service company for a number of years. And I like that idea of being able to create income and wealth and more importantly, the opportunity to, I've had a lot of employees before, so I didn't really want that route. And that's one of the great things about wholesaling. It's you can build a business and it can be a single man operation, or you can have a large team with 40, 50, hundred employees, you know, whatever that goal is for you. 
And so, yeah, that's kind of what started us down this path. And then some kind of unique things led me to you. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. You know, how your journey led into land. Why land? You know, it sounds like you were already kind of started on house, our house is. And then how did that story look? Yeah. So again, kind of YouTube University, finding podcast, and then landed on the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. And of course, look, you can go down 10 different trails, yes, uh, depending on who you follow, which is great. You know, you kind of, it's like going to a buffet and you figure out what you like, and then you can dive into that. And I've always had a passion for land. You know, we've built some places, sold them. So I understood that real estate was a very lucrative business industry. Just didn't quite know how to turn it into a business without the typical mindset of, okay, well, you know, I'm going to have to go buy this piece of land for there's three, $400,000 and I'm going to have to build a place. You know, so it's, am I building spec homes? Well, now I've got, and looking at it in a very conventional mindset and by kind of listening to the Wholesaling Inc. And, you know, then kind of landed on the land sharks because again, for me, I like the simplicity of it. And then, you know, had my previous employer, as many people around here, we've heard the story, everybody wants security and that W-2 is super secure until one Friday it's not. And uh, it's always on a Friday too. Why is it always on a Friday? (laughs) Like for any of you business owners out there, I don't have to let a lot of people go in my organization, but when I do, it's usually on a Monday because that's just shame on you. Don't let them go on Friday because now the whole weekend is just ruined. Let them go on a Monday. Do it on a Monday. So yeah, I just gotten a large six figure bonus and then turned right around and it's told not where you need to be anymore. So I remember that first conversation when you told me about that on, on the Land Sharks uh, welcome call when you and I had spoken. I was like, man, I just, it hit me. Like you got a hundred thousand dollar bonus and then let go, right? Like almost in the same breath. Yeah. Yeah. So strange deal. But again, I think God always has a plan because I think success can be its own prison cell. And I knew that's not what I wanted to do, but it's kind of the golden handcuffs, right? You're making too much money and you just kind of suffer along. And I think that forced me to become, be comfortable being uncomfortable. So my whole family, we all train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So my wife is a stone cold killer, which keeps our marriage in perfect balance. But uh, (laughs) one of the things that you learn really quickly is being comfortable being uncomfortable. And it's like anything, when you first start, it's amazing. You see these big, strong, I mean, just jack guys, and they panic in 30 seconds with somebody that's 50 pounds lighter than them because they're not used to being in a position where you're that uncomfortable and you panic. And I think it relates a lot to this business or any business. You know, there's a lot of discomfort and there's a little bit of that panic. And then as you start conditioning and you just, you know, with having connected to a group or to a tribe to help ease you along, to kind of calm your nerves. And that's what kind of the Landsharks group did for me. Great analogy. Wow. Wow. I'm honored. I'm really honored. Yeah. And so, you know, we had our call and I believe it was right at the end of December, somewhere right in there, first of the year, you know, kind of went through the modules, which, you know, for anybody out there listening, if you're on the fence, invest in yourself the way this is set up and I've done other programs for different things in the past. I think the way that this was set up and 
certainly not turning in this into a plug, but I am because I think it's a huge, I mean, it's a great tool, but the way the modules were sort of set up, it was direct to the point. It was easy to digest and it was just like, boom, 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 and got mailers out within a week or two. And, you know, within maybe a week or two after that, I actually got, and I think, you know, one of the messages I sent you, I got overwhelmed. And it's one of the things you've talked about. There was just too much coming at me. And, you know, we ended up getting, gosh, probably six or eight lots under contract that we closed on that got bought. There's going to be people listening to this, just shaking their head. I probably Six to eight lots. And if anybody's doing the math, like we're not even talking in six months time. Oh Six yeah. Months time. Wow. That was fast and furious. It went quick. And again, I fell right into the, and I'm still kind of there exactly like what you talked about kind of when your journey began, got after it, got the mailers out, no systems processes in place to deal with kind of the onslaught of signed purchase agreements. I you talked about that, that yeah. overwhelmed. Like you literally just brought me back five years ago. No, it would be seven years ago now. But I remember six or eight of those things coming in at one time signed. And like, just thinking about it right now, it's giving me just goosebumps. And I freaked out, man. I remember my old desk that I was sitting at. I opened the drawer and put them all in there. And my wife came downstairs to my little home office that was on the other side of my newborn's room. And she's like, what is wrong? Like my face was white. And here I am having success in something I didn't even know what I was doing just sending out letters of offers to people's properties. And I was so afraid that if I didn't buy them and keep my word to those people, and I just sent out a, it was a one page, it said purchase agreement at the top. But I was so afraid if I didn't keep my word to those people, like I was going to have some serious consequences to pay because like I'm an army officer and like, holy cow, I offer these people. Now I got to buy every one of them. And I was just freaked out there for a minute. So you brought me back uh, yes. to that. And I eventually, I got through all of eight of them. And guess what? Like some of them were like months later and those people were just happy to hear from me. It's amazing what it turned into. I'm still going to pinch myself. <laughs> so I'm literally right there. We're kind of circling back through because I'm really good at the acquisition. Like buying is easy. It's the disposition part that we had to kind of focus on to rebuild the bank account. So essentially what I was doing is I was purchasing these and then just listing them because they weren't super expensive. It was just easier. And I was different deal for me. I mean, I had a cash reserve that allowed me to do that. When you say not super expensive, what do you mean by that? Because the first couple I bought were like $285. And that was a lot of money for me back then. Like, what did some of those purchases look like for you? So I've got, I think one was $800. One was $1,200. A couple of $1,500 ones. And then I did buy some more expensive lots that were $7,500 a piece. So you know, relative to kind of today's market and what we're talking about in seven years from now, we'll probably last like, oh my gosh, it was just $1,500 lot, you know, equivalent and seven to years ago. You're like, dad gummit, I wish I would have held on to that one. Interstate came through there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. And so, you know, we closed on these and then kind of started with the process of doing the free marketing, doing the Facebook, doing all of that stuff. I ended up actually working with a realtor because some of these lots, it was in an HOA community. So note to self and everyone out there, pay close attention to your HOA. Make sure you get your resale certificates. It's a little more complicated. There's a few extra moving parts, which kind of held up 
getting to the closing table in the first one, but we got through it, but it just, you know, it cost me probably an extra $600 to expedite some stuff. So not a huge fan of the HOAs, but again, it created an opportunity to learn something. So we've checked off boxes moving forward and, you know, you just, you learn here. You say it often fail forward. Yeah. You know, I'm making a ton of mistakes, but I'm at least trying to keep moving forward. So I'll make fewer mistakes tomorrow than I did today. Yeah. Some people are just so afraid to go out and make a mistake. Like Casey, they tell me if that's the same thing with you, but some of the cons that people like put themselves into is I can't go out there and make a mistake. And why? Because they're afraid of what they're going to look like. They're going to let their family down, fear of failure, fear of rejection. But I think that's one of my biggest sources of success is I just went out there and made a bunch of mistakes. Now, granted, I wish I wouldn't have on some of them. However, it's made me ponder. It's made us better. And a lot of the amazing products that we have out there are from, you know, people's needs and wants and hurts. You can see where other people are failing and making mistakes. You can almost feel that need in that marketplace. And that's a whole nother conversation. But making those mistakes and failing forward, you're going to find what does work. I mean, we made such a big mistake on one of these lots that we ended up assigning the contract on. We had $120,000 we were just going to make on an assignment fee. And this was a couple of years ago. $120,000 to me back then was more than I made in two years in the military. And this is going to be on one land deal. And we made a mistake. It was something to do with the, oh, I was on a plane. That's what it was. I was getting on a plane and I just picked the first one. I was like, let's just pick the offer. And basically I picked the lower one. <laughs> Two offers came in. There was a $120,000 offer and then the 74000 oh, And they no. both came in at the same time. And I overlooked the hundred and twenty. And now who's to say they would have even closed? No telling. But just little mistake like that is next time, look at look at all the offers, not just one. Right. <laughs> Something so stupid that cost us like $40,000. And I had to tell my team that. And I was a little embarrassed by it. But it's just, it happens. And here I am worried about $120,000. We just made $78,000. That's more than I made in an entire year in the military. Right. So it's just like yeah. to be having this conversation, but failing forward. That's it. Yeah. Very rarely does growth happen from success. <laughs> you, you know, and that's where we learn, you know, learning how to, when you lose or you make a mistake, or something that costs you money or whatever it is, it's when you kind of take that hit on the chin that that's where you start learning and you start figuring things out. Like I said, very little growth happens from success. And I, you know, much like what you're saying, I'm not, I'm just not worried about failing, messing up. Good Lord's given me two hands and two legs. I can work. And so if yeah. something doesn't happen, look, we can go back, go back to the drawing board, keep moving forward. Cause like I've made enough mistakes, you know, cost myself, my family, lots of money, but you keep moving forward. And the next best idea is right around the corner, but you got to keep moving to get there. Rhino Nation, if you're hearing what Casey is saying and you just know someone needs to hear this themselves, please share this episode. And if you haven't done so already, please give us a review, a rate and a review, whatever, whoever you listen to your podcast on. Make sure it's five stars, but definitely share this message. These are just total gold nuggets that Casey is sharing. Casey, before I let you go, you want to break down one of your favorite land deals? I know you sent me a text barrage of, of awesome wins, but... Just want to see if you want to break down one of these land deals, like what you paid for it, what you made for it, how long it took you to get the money in your pocket, just for someone that's out there just getting started, just that needs that little boost of confidence and motivation, inspiration, whatever you want to call it. 
because that's what drove me in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So again, sent the letters out, you know, started working with buyer, got a nice lot in a gated community, very typical of kind of the people that I've dealt with out of state. They've owned this property for a length of time, tired of paying taxes on it. They just want to get it gone. So ended up getting a lot under contract, $7,500. The one right next to it sold for $25,000. They didn't want to mess with it. And so we got it bought and kind of did exactly, you know, sort of followed the steps and reached out to some local builders. And it was funny. It actually came in the HOA packet of approved builders. So right down the list and said, Hey, I've got this property. Would you be interested in taking a look at it? So I had it at a retail price of I think 28 or 29,000, trying to make it a little enticing and basically, you know, 24,000, I'll sell it to you cash ready to go and got two responses. Now this is out of like eight people, two responses. One of them was out of town. And the next day we had a contract sight unseen. You know, obviously he knew the area was very familiar with where the property was. So, you know, it, it worked out great for them. So we should actually be closing on that property tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So worked out really well, but all in all, you know, it was probably about three months from the time on that particular one, sending the letter out, getting the deal, negotiating with the seller. And then just, I was slow on, you know, reaching out to those builders. When I got that packet, I saw it and it was just like, you know, usually you see the light bulb go off behind somebody's head. For me, it was more like a sledgehammer. I'm like, golly, that's exactly what Brent was talking about. So, you know. So you paid $7,500 for this thing and you have it, you're selling it tomorrow for how much? 24000 24,000. How much are you going to net in your pocket tomorrow? Like what is going in your pocket? You know, 24,000 minus 7,500 bucks. Yeah, I'm not very smart. You'll have to do the math for me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me pull the calculator. I roll on calculators. I assume an agent commission, all that. No, no, gonna... no. Yeah. There's no commitment. So the buyer's paying all the closing costs. There's no realtor on this. This one's straight profit. All right. So I'll I'm going to do the math one more time because I think I got too high. $24,000 minus $7,500 paid. Buyers paying all closing costs, everything. That is $16,500 net in a very short amount of time before I ring this victory bell. And I'm gonna, that's kind of my warning for anybody wearing headphones. I'm about to blow them. How long from the time you mailed this lot, like the time you sent that letter in the mail, to the time you're getting paid tomorrow. How long was that entire process, just give or take? Uh, about three months. Three months, $16,500 in three months. Here we go, victory bell time. Man. I'm glad you told me we've got one on the way to you, so that victory bell is on the way. Yep, perfect. Yeah, and I still got another one, same deal at $7,500. We've got it listed at $60,000. So it's... You know, and fortunately, you know, I don't have any holding cost on that other than just kind of out of the cash. But uh, yeah, there's, you know, all told with the lots that we've acquired just in that short little period, you know, somewhere about a hundred, hundred to 130,000 in profit at some point will be realized. And that's the great thing yeah. on this land. It's there's not insurance. I don't have maintenance. I don't have utilities. You know, the, your your margins are phenomenal. And to me, it's just such a great base to start here. And then, you know, for me, the driver is to create cash flow to focus on some multifamily stuff. I'm not a big yeah. single family 
home guy. So yeah, it's an amazing vehicle to do that with. It's a lot of fun. You meet great people and yeah, just really blessed. Yeah. And just to speak of blessed, you know, I still remember that conversation again when you said, look, I, I pretty much just got laid off. And I don't know if I said this out loud, but I just thought blessing in disguise, you know, blessing in disguise. I know that the good Lord, you know, is just closing that door because so many more are probably going to open. So love that you've shared that. Casey, just appreciate everything, guys. This guy's Casey has been, you know, rodeoing his whole life, like just between rodeo and soccer and doing mixed martial arts and, you know, worked, you know, just with his hands and just went out there and just took action. I counted up one, two, three, four, five, six lots in a very short amount of time. And that's probably just what you're telling me about. So thank you very much for sharing this. And guys, again, I just pinch myself that we're doing this. This is a lifestyle business. Like we're not talking these crazy returns. Like you just talked about another lot, $7,500, just so nonchalantly and humbly that you're going to sell for like $60,000. That's like what, $52,000 in profit that you haven't realized it yet. It's not in your bank account yet. But let's just say that, you know, you're half right. That's still $25,000, you know, net profit type thing that you're, you're still going to see from that. So, I mean, I just, it's super exciting just to have a part in this and to know we're doing the same thing. We're creating a lifestyle business. The kids are home for the summer. You know, we're going on trips and all that. It doesn't always have to be work, 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 work. You can set some of this stuff aside to do this again later. So Casey. I appreciate you coming. I appreciate your time and look forward to seeing your further success in this. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Love it, man. Have a blessed day. Talk soon. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.